just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. My name is Dave Warnicky. I am sitting here with Mr. Matt Stewart. Hey, Dave. Um, what a pleasure to be here. Great. That's, that's my number one point. Perfect. Number my two. My number two point is, you're looking really good today. Thank you. Right back at you across the oh, table. That is very sweet of you to say. All right. I'm going to introduce another person now. Hopefully, they'll give me another compliment. Uh, it is uh, Jess Perkins. Hello, Jess. Hi, Dave. Hello. And do you have anything to say to me? Nah. Hey, Jess. No, I love your jumper oh, and I love your big blue eyes him. and I just love you to pieces. You're just the best. Oh, Dave, you're so cute. I love you. You've got squishy little cheeks. Oh, th- oh, she is squishing my cheeks. <laughs> His Thank bum you. cheeks. Oh, <laughs> cup those tiny cheeks. <laughs> That's so creepy. Anybody oh, have any totally compliments is. for me? It's weird if you ask for them. Don't give them to me now. It's weird. Um, That's fine. Hi, uh, Matt. Cup my tiny cheeks. <laughs> Ooh, actually, that was a weird moment. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> what have you guys been uh, doing today? Cup and cheeks, mainly. Oh, mainly cup and cheeks. I had Cocoa Pops for breakfast for the first time in a long time. That's great. I, I already d- regret asking the question. I had a banana because I'd... I, <laughs> Bloody yeah, banana. it's pretty fancy. And then a donut. <laughs> It's been a good day. Oh, that is a good day. And how about you, Banana through the donut hole? I... Oh. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't even... I just... You gave me two things, and my Tetris brain wanted to, like, slot them together. No, that's not any better. Is that a Tetris brain or a sexual brain? Sextrus brain. Sextrus. You are ambisextrus. I'm ambisextrus. Matthew, what what did you have for breakfast? Come on. It's a leading question. Uh, I had, look, this is what I do. Uh, I've got, I've got a bunch of different cereals. Uh, so I go a little layer of, uh, rolled oats. Then I go a layer of brand sticks. What do you call those brand stick guys? All brand. All brand sort of sticks. Yeah. And then, uh, a layer of rice puffs and then a layer of, uh, cornflakes. Wowzers. Wow. And then, Are yeah, you also the one who does milk, like... Milk through it. Two types of milk though? Was that you? Some, yeah, 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 two types you? of milk. I haven't heard that. What do you mean? I mix rice milk and soy milk together. Rice is a bit sweet. Soy is a bit tart, thicker. Rice mm. is a bit thin. Like mix them together and it's a delicious rice milk concoction. And your cereal with the layers, does it stay in layers? Yeah, it's it's kind of like a like a parfait or a trifle, <laughs> breakfast trifle, like a, a breakfast lasagna. <laughs> yeah, breakfast lasagna. That's what oh it wow, that's actually amazing. It's really good. It's very complicated. And is it equal parts of every cereal? Equal parts. Where do you have time? I don't have time for breakfast. Hence, I eat a banana as I run for the train. Well, you had time to get to the donut shop, Jess. <laughs> yeah, between trains, <laughs> connecting trains. Had donut time. I needed coffee. You should be grateful. I had coffee. I'm very grateful. I am also grateful. I could use a coffee. Oh, well, instead. Well, that's right. If you get through your report, your reward is a coffee. All okay. Right. Now, so that, what we're going to do is Matt's going to give us a report on a topic that Jess and I have no idea what it's going to be. Mm. I am interested. And Matt, I believe last week you said that you were going to pull this one from the listener suggestion. The listener <laughs> suggestion. The listener suggestions. I, yeah. From the hat, as we keep calling mm. it. I have pulled it from the hat. Um, and do you do it at random? 
Yeah, it's random from the hat. I mean, you don't. There's no hat system. No, oh, but I thought you might like pick and choose from the hat. Yeah, no, you, you might see the list and go, "Yeah, I want to do that one." Well, I think I think that would be disingenuous to the hat. I think the hat deserves better than that. I think everyone goes in equal. They all come out equal. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. it's an egalitarian hat, oh. and I'm wearing it right now. It's a nice. I hat. wear it around. I'm, I've it's always f- got ideas. It's quite a sharp hat. Under my hat. If well, very good. Do little bits of paper just fall out? Yeah. Wow. Then I have to put them back in. But that's okay. <laughs> um, so you're about to make the dreams of one listener come true, possibly at the expense of every other listener, but that's okay. We always start with the question, what is your question My going question to be? is, what virus was feared to be the most deadly in the 1900s? Oh, virus. 1900s, so not 1980s. So not the 20th century. Not AIDS or HIV? No, not AIDS or... That that would have been up there. And, I mean, you know, my question isn't based on anything. But any factual. That's fine. Um, Jess, any viruses? Virus. But that was a very good guess, Dave. What about malaria? I'll have another go. <laughs> malaria? Uh, no, it's not malaria. Yellow fever? Black fever? Man flu? <laughs> Man flu. That's my most hated. Be... But no, it's not that. Malaria. Dengue You're fever? You're most hated. That's my most If I was going to get any of the above... That'd yeah, be anyway. the bottom of the list, man flu. Oh. Um, cancer. Sorry, is that a virus? It doesn't sound like a fun no, topic people are, either. People are terrified. I know. Oh, history of cancer. My Today I'm going to talk <laughs> cancer. Hope you got some zingers. <laughs> um, All right, Oprah. <laughs> you get some cancer. So Everybody gets cancer. <laughs> Look, I want to laugh, but also I don't want to approve you can that laugh comment. At my, you can laugh at my Oprah impression. That's what I'm laughing at. <laughs> not, not everybody getting cancer. That's not funny. Um, um, virus. Matt, give us a cluey. Oh. Uh, it's not... Okay. What are you... I was going to say, is it Y2K? It is Y2K. Yeah! Oh, see... I was going to say, you're going to have to think outside of the box. I was thinking Y2K, but then I thought, but 1900s, that makes me think early 1900s Perkins, for some reason. Perkins, well, Perkins, I, I, fuck you, Dave. So would you say you, that... Dave. Technically, I am, but I was born in 1990. Am I a child of the 1900s? Yes. Hooray! So you were born... You were a child in the 1900s. I was, but fair enough. You were 10. You can't argue, mate. I would say the 1900s. Can't you would associate with pre-World War One. is what I imagine. But that's fine. No, it's very good. I'm excited for this topic. Uh, good Y2K. So this was uh, tweeted yeah. into us, this one, uh, by a man named Marcus. Hello, Marcus. Hi, Marcus. Thanks so much for the suggestion. A very good suggestion. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, yeah. Well, let's wait and see how Matt's report goes. Yeah. I, I'm, look, I'm saying the suggestion was good. Great. The report, I'm sorry, Marcus, I probably haven't. As is my want, it is a, probably a little underdone, but um, it's a very interesting topic, mm. probably. Okay. Well, I mean, prove it. Uh, okay. So <laughs> so it's like most commonly known, I think, to me as the Y2K bug, but it had a bunch of other names. It was also known I as... I remember Millennium Bug Millennium Bug is another big one. It's also called the Year 2000 Bug, which is where Y2K comes from. One is for year. Two, two is for two. two. And K is for thousand. And also, this one, which came up a lot in my reading, but I, I don't remember ever hearing it, was called, a lot less catchy, the year 2000 problem. Not as good. Bug is good. Yeah, I like bug. Yeah. But I also just imagine like a little beetle. Just a little beetle yeah. running around. Everyone's like, oh, no. It's oh, just no. a little beetle. That's not a problem. He's all right. My, my like oldest, a little ladybug. My older sister was um, in year 12. In 99, I think, mm. or 2000. And she, um, so her, you know, muck-up day, they'd often have dress-up themes yep. at, at yeah, sure. some schools. We, we certainly didn't do that. But they, because at our school, right, they were a bit worried about what we were going to do. Not because of me, I was quite a well-behaved young fella. But sure. our, our year level was pretty loose. So they called us in on a Wednesday and said, uh, for an assembly, and said, by the way, that's that's the end of your schooling. Uh, go home now. Like they didn't they didn't give us any heads up as to when our last day was going to be, oh, so we so couldn't have a markup day. Any time you could be graduating. Yeah, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. You graduated. But, that, but wow. they made it sound like they're like, we'll let you know. So you, you obviously we'll let you know a week in advance or whatever. But they just never did, and then they're like, 
Yeah, this is it. You're done. Everyone, leave, please. Wow. But but my sister's class, they had time. That is such an anticlimax to school. Yeah, it was weird. But they did, the favor they did do us, because our school, St. Bede's, was across the road from... Uh, this pub called the Mentone Hotel or the Edgy. Mm. Do you have a, a pub and, across the road from your high school? Yeah, and on, and Wednesdays was the big um, uh, student sort of night there, and they they let us finish on a Wednesday. So they, I reckon, that couldn't have been coincidence. They were looking after. Like, us off there. you go, off to the pub, straight to the pub, and I turned eighteen that week. Nice. It was anyway. Look, this is see my school let relevant. us have a muck up day, but they would they were very clever because it was an all girls school. They scheduled the muck-up day for the same day as our graduation ceremony. Oh. So we all, like, I mean, we still had fun, but Wanna nobody nice. wanted to ruin their spray tan or their hair, and then we all left to go get ready. So we were very well. But I thought That's that was genius. Smart. That yeah. is smart play. Like, you can have your fun, but you're not going to have a water fight. Like, there's not going to be water balloons because nobody, no nobody wants to streak their fake tan. Was fake tan big? Yeah. yeah not real big. Not for me. You don't need it. You've got a, a lovely natural glow. Very pasty. Natural glow. Anyway. Remember that product? There was an English woman who used to spruik it on daytime TV. I'm here to sell natural glow. No, okay. Did she say the word, I'm here to sell? No, she didn't. So that's <laughs> terrible opening for an advertisement. Hi. No, turn off. Want to buy something? Because <laughs> I'm here to sell it. I've got a shitty product. You want it? No. Natural glow. Anyway, <laughs> she was great. What you do is you put it on. There you go. Great. <laughs> Buy it. All right. <laughs> but yeah, but my sister, her, so her theme was Millennium a Bug or Y2K Bug. So they all and came dressed it... as like bees and different ladybugs. So they were obviously treating it as a, a comedy thing. Yeah. They was, weren't worried? They, well, that's, well, I don't remember having any fear of it. Like I was, I was a teenager in, in 99. You guys were quite young. Do you have any memories of it nine. at all? No, not really. I remember no. people being worried about it, but I don't remember even thinking about it. I was kind of like, no, that can't possibly be right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just... Computers aren't that dumb. <laughs> I had more faith in computers than in people. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, all I remember is that Silver Geo song, Anthem for the Year 2000. That's all I remember. We're making it up to you and me. Yeah, I didn't like that song very much. I like silver chair. Oh, look! It's not. This isn't. We're not going to turn this into a silver chair bashing session again. No, not Jess. Please, fool me once. Shame on you. <laughs> fool us twice. This is not that third time. Yeah. Uh, so, but why two K? I don't know. I I know the maybe the basics of it all. Or... Yeah, I don't know a lot about it. I so. didn't know. I didn't really know anything about it. I I reckon I had a, a vague idea, but it was anyway. Did you know, Dave? I thought you'd like this. Oh. Do you know what a numeronym is? Y2K is a numeronym. Numeronym. Is it sort of like a... Um, uh, <laughs> never mind. How do you, so is it like numeronym? Yeah, numeronym. Is it because it has like Y2K in yeah, it? It's yeah, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a word that... It's like an, an acronym with a number in it. Yeah, exactly. Acronym is what the word I was going and, and for. And initialism is what I was In the about. Wikipedia um, example uh, page about numerisms, numeronym, numeronyms... They they mentioned the word initialism, which is the first time I would have ever noticed that ah. is a real word, which you introduced us to on this very. Can you think of any other numeronyms? They listed some. I can't. Oh, uh, canine was one. Like oh yeah, canine. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, they did have a whole list. On... Oh, AK forty seven. Yeah, there's one. AK. Cool. There we go. I'm happy I got one. That's all yeah. I needed. Well done, Jess. I didn't get one. I never get one. No. I just wanted you to realise that. So, um, what about DB nine? That doesn't count, does it? Yeah. DB nine. I don't know what that means, but it's I think a, like yeah. the Aston Martin. Martin I think DB9. so. You mentioned that before. Perfect. Nailed it. I got one. Dreamboat nine. <laughs> Dreamboat. Yeah, I reckon that counts. Great. We've all got one. We can move. On. I love that. That numeronym. So the the Y two K bug was a problem in the coding of computerized systems that was expected by some. Uh, leading up to the year 2000, to create havoc in computer networks around the world when uh, the clocks ticked over from 1999 to 2000. This was due to the fact that many computers built from the 60s up to the 80s were designed to abbreviate four-digit years to two digits in order to save memory space. 
Oh, right, right, right. So it was going to go from 99 to double O. Exactly. So I'd freak out. So they'd say, instead of saying 1965 when they were designing a program, it would just say 65. Because they, yeah. Um, they, the, the reason was that data storage was so expensive back then. Like, even little bits of storage like that would cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars. But it does seem... You know people how... Computer people from the 60s, they were always thinking about the future and always predicting in the year 2000 we'll live on the moon and everyone will have a computer the size of a house they always have that but to not even think about how in less than 30 in less than 40 years that would be a problem i talk about that a little bit they they did some did foresee it um so yeah anyway i'll talk about that in a sec but um you know it, it seems pretty crazy now don't you reckon that like 19 like digitally yeah. not the numbers one nine it's like well, we gotta we gotta save space wherever we can. Yeah, that's like cut wh- costs down. What is that? The smallest thing ever. Yeah, like I'm I'm just typing into a Google Doc right now. I'm just I've just written a whole page of nineteen over and over again. That's what's that costing you a million dollars? Cost me nothing. Nineteen sixty five. Yeah, free. But here in two thousand sixteen, nothing at all. What Absolutely time to be free. Alive. I've just uh, select all, copy, paste, just doubled it. Just Still du- free. Fuck. <laughs> you can't be stopped. <laughs> I won't be stopped. Uh, here's a quote. Do you guys know Alan Greenspan? He's kind of a big name in American finance. He was the chairman of the Federal Reserve of the U.S. from 1987 to 2006. Oh yeah. Um, I was I was at high school then Greenspan. doing yeah. economics and stuff. So maybe that's why I know his name. But uh, he. I was doing drama at high school, so. Yeah. Right. Okay. I know Brecht. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Now, that's perked my interest. Yeah. Bertolt Brecht. No, please go on about Greenspan. What's he was obviously a big wig. Yeah, so he but he was uh around that time, but um he he earlier he was a computer programmer. So um in nineteen ninety eight when the Y two K bug was starting to get a lot of mainstream coverage, um he said this. He said, I'm one of the culprits who created this problem. I used to write those programs back in the sixties and seventies. And I was proud of the fact that I was able to squeeze a few elements of space out of my program by not having to put a 19 before the year. Back then, it was very important. We used to spend a lot of time running through various mathematical exercises before we started to write our programs so that they could be very clearly delimited with respect to space and the use of capacity. It never entered our minds that those programs would have lasted for more than a few years. As a consequence, they are very poorly documented if I were to go back and look at some of the programs I wrote 30 years ago, I would have one terribly difficult time working my way through step by step. So he just wrote a whole lot of stuff and was like, oh, in a couple of years, no one will use this. Yeah, it's like, this is a, it's a computer, as if people are going to still be using this computer program in 40-something years. True. I mean, that's that was why they sort of saw that it could have been an issue, but didn't but, think that it would possibly, in reality, become an issue. Well, so... A lot of these older programs were still being used then, is that right? Yeah, that's right. The old hardware and, and software programs. In um, But it's not like... So I think I often was thinking about it like as computers, you know, like laptops and PCs and that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's what I always imagined. But there's computers in everything, you know? Yeah, ATMs. Uh, Cash registers. Oh, of course. Cash, just yeah, like yeah. everything. And not, they're everything not getting is a computer. Yeah, pretty much. Everything. everything. Uh, bum, bum, bum. So people were worried that everything was just going to what? Malfunction. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They thought... Haywire. Well, they... Yeah. So as we got closer to the year 2000, computer programmers realized that some of these older computers would still be in use and that that meant that they would represent the year 2000 because they're only... Two year digits. 99 is two digits. And so when, did, so when it goes to 2000, they realized that it would either think that it had gone back to 1900 or some computer programs just kept counting up, so went up from 99 to 100, so they thought it was 19100, like a crazy year into the future. Right, okay, but would that ma- how would that affect it? Would it just not want to work? I would just be confused, and, and maybe the, the fear would be that they'd either shut down or they'd give wrong results, and it would just like have a chain reaction that would muck up the whole system. So if it was like a cash register, it just wouldn't work anymore, so people can't get cash. So there was a lot of panic around that people um, after New Year's would just wouldn't be able to get money anymore 
you know, the machines would stop working and there was like all this crazy panic and, you know, when millions of people all of a sudden want to... Isn't it hilarious how those little... We just... Everyone just accepts that that little piece of paper and our polymer plastic in our country just represents money. Yeah. And we just have to agree that I give you this and that equals 100 units of dollars. Yeah, it, it certainly doesn't, but... I mean, it does. It's really, it's very odd. It is weird. When you but think it, about it too much. The system works, then, right? Yeah, it does. But then, stop putting were, ideas in people's minds, Dave. People were worrying that the system was not going to work, and they couldn't get yeah. their cash. Yeah, yeah. And how? When did someone first identify this as a problem, and it started getting mainstream? Well, it was press. The first time it was written about was, I think, in or, or talked about was in the sixties. First time it was written about was in the eighties, but it was really slow for people to the fear to really get going. That mm. was late 90s. It was only the last couple of years where people were really starting to go, we got to start fixing some of this, some of this, some of these programs. Start rewriting the bloody program. Yeah, of course. Um, so some of the places that were affected the most, uh, uh, the Y2K problem was obviously not, as I was saying, not limited to computers running conventional software. Uh, many devices containing computer chips ranging from things like elevators, ATMs. Oh, oh trapped in an elevator. Yeah. Temperature control systems, uh, mm. commercial bu- uh, uh, medical equipment. So, you know, like everything. Everything is a computer. Yeah. But apart, as well as that, and the things that were really making people afraid were like, uh, you know, nuclear warheads. Like, there's buttons around that, you know, in the president's office but just a button gets pushed and shit gets blown up right what happens if that the program that controls that just malfunctions and malfunctions and just shoots what if the president just slips yeah that's another thing that's another thing that's and not it, y2k related but no, that's well, a concern I mean, no, of mine oh, i often worry about the president's slippage on new year's um eve the president like many people has, has a, a few drinks yeah what if he or especially she at the slips. millennium eve yeah, that was a big one. Mm. Who was in power? Bill. Bill Clinton. Bill, big Bill, Bill Clinton. Oh, and he was a bit of a party animal. Yeah. He had his saxophone out. <laughs> Playing Baker Street. That was Careless Whisper. Oh, sorry. Careless Whisper. Thank you, Dave. I was still thinking about last week's episode about... Um, 221B Baker Street. B Baker. I took my love down to Baker Street. Is that song connected to that? Uh, I reckon that maybe... It's just a catchy thing that Jerry Jerry Rafferty, the singer, put in. Did you know Jerry Rafferty used to be in a comedy duo with Billy Connolly? What? No, but I do know that he's the singer of uh, Steeler's Wheel, who Steelers, sings oh yeah, Stuck, Stuck in the Middle, in the middle with, you. with You. But was he in a not duo? A, not a comedy duo, sorry. I think, they, like were, a I think they were a folk duo, but Billy, more and more, his little um, bits of chat in between songs got longer and funnier. And b- much better than his folk. Yeah, what do you, I think he played banjo, maybe? Yeah, he does play banjo. Banjo, yeah. So I thought that blew my mind when I heard That's that. That's fantastic. That's great. A little factoid for you there. Oh, just a little tiny factoid. Little... Hello, I'm a little, little factoid here. Oh, I'll God, just drop so that sorry. on the table. Uh, <laughs> Very run tired, along. <laughs> and I'm done. Um, <laughs> Boom, so... and I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gone. <laughs> Who was that guy again? Who was the boomer mom gone guy? Boom, and I'm gone. I didn't remember that either. That was you. That, that was, that was so you doing fucking something. funny. I laughed so hard. It was. I think it was in. Um... Oh no. And I'm gone. Oh, it was Santa Claus. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> was, was boom, and I'm gone. Was that the Father Christmas or something. The original. Yeah. <laughs> the original Father Christmas catchphrase. <laughs> You want a Tonka truck? Boom, and, and I'm, I'm gone. gone. <laughs> Jerry Rafferty? <laughs> <laughs> uh, banks. So banks were one of the one of the focal points of the fear. Um, apart from you know ATMs closing down that sort of stuff, they also rely on computers to calculate interest daily. So, mm. um, and it would normally you know instead of ticking over one more day, it would change interest by one day. But in this case, they were worried that it might change it by minus 100 years. <laughs> <laughs> so people have just suddenly lost trillions of dollars. Lost or, or like the bank is owed all this interest yeah. from people who's borrowed. And all of a sudden that's just wiped. And maybe it's, I don't know, what's negative interest? Money. I mean, none of it. <laughs> that turned out not to be a problem. But anyway, that was one of the fears. Power plants was another one. Um, 
So uh, they depend on routine computer maintenance for safety checks, such as you know water pre- pressure and radiation levels. So not having the correct date would muck these up, uh, these calculations up, and possibly have like a meltdown at nuclear have a meltdown. power. Mm. So the surrounding areas, yeah, nuclear power or or any of the you know crazy power plants, uh, nuclear. Uh, Wind, mm-hmm. hydro, hydro, mm-hmm. coal. Gas. Mm-hmm. Coal could just start to be flinging everywhere. Everywhere, oh. we'd be sitting in a sea of coal. Yeah, that could happen. Happy New Year, Jess. Yeah, like in your coal yeah. house. Why are you can you imagine? Me? Can you imagine if the the wind farms got out of control? We'd be having bad hair days for weeks. We wind everywhere. Yeah, lots of wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. The wind computer's broke. <laughs> Why are you making fun of wind power? Because if in a catastrophe, it wouldn't be that bad. No, I'm making yeah. that. The- <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be that bad because uh, what's that? We live with the wind anyway. Oh no! Now the windmills just going round and round and not doing anything. <laughs> I meant more that like wind is yeah. another name for farts. Oh, I didn't get that I was, at all. Oh, I was on that level as well. Oh, I was working hell. on two comedic levels. And you know how much I love an opportunity you to do. make fart noises. Oh, is that what that noise is you make? <laughs> I just thought that was just like a negative noise. Well, it's a bit of both. Negative farts. Negative farts. I'm, I just, I, just like I never negative... associate farts with ne- <laughs> That's like ne- <laughs> Negative interest is akin to negative <laughs> farts. Negative 100 years of farts. I think a negative... <laughs> A negative oh, no, I've lost, I've lost a million dollars of farts. <laughs> Sucked in. Sucked in fart. Oh, you feel that? That's the Dow Jones just going down the shitter. Oh, no. I've lost the Nats hat. Oh, God. Cop that, Alan Greenspan, you prick. Hey, so uh, transportation? Transportation is another one. So you, you probably... This is this is one Can of the big ones. Can you please list some transportation? Okay, transportation. Uh, you got... Aeroplanes. Aeroplanes. That was the big one. People feared that aeroplanes at midnight would just fall from the sky. Sure. That oh was like God. a genuine Yeah, it was. Fear. Yeah, I remember hearing that. Yeah. So, did they actually did they risk it and have planes flying? Uh, yes. Because I, I always get a little bit edgy about air travel, as most people do. And I think, I don't know. That, I don't know. If like, I've it. just booked a, a trip to Europe and I didn't want to fly back on September the 11th. I don't, it just freaked me out. It was the 15th anniversary of that horrible event. You just didn't want to do didn't it. didn't want to... I think I am actually. I did take the ticket because it was much cheaper. I was like, "Well, I'm not going to let that stupid fear ta- cost yeah, me four hundred dollars." Oh yeah, no. But Those so the stupid fears of- are the best because if everyone's feeling it, you can you can clean up. You can. Pro- oh, I, know, I think that's why I was profiting. Yeah, sweet profit from terrorism. From- you you profited from terrorism. Oh my god! <laughs> federal offence. He's a Nazi sympathizer too. No. <laughs> if you listen to the tape, I just said before it was known. Listen to the old episode. Before Hitler was that bad. No. <laughs> Hitler wasn't that bad. Never said that. No, he did that. He was real bad. But he wasn't Jess, that bad. That, you know Dave makes me edit out all his neo-Nazi <laughs> yeah, was, chat. Oh, God. No, I do not. Everything that we say goes straight to your ears, listeners. Everything. Including fart bag. <laughs> Cop that, Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be funny out of context. Just fart noises. Cop that, Hitler. (laughs) 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 You too, Stalin. I I love laughing. But Matt, you were talking about um, aeroplanes. I asked the question, were people brave enough to tempt it? Um, So... To show how confident they were that planes wouldn't fall from the sky, the FAA, uh, which is the Federal Aviation Administration in America, sent its chief, Jane Garvey, on a flight that would be in the air over the midnight hour. Oh, see, that is the worst assignment because... You it's a great be- power play. It's just like people going, yeah, you you would say it's okay because... But then they send their chief. But, but then, then they're going, yeah, look, we'll the, send anyone. The chief boss. is... The chief is spending their New Year's on a plane. That yeah, sucks, that doesn't sucks. it? I hope you got some good overtime. Hopefully, first class. Yeah. She was the chief. Do you reckon she had a little bit of doubt? No. I would. You'd have a bit, wouldn't you? Yeah, a little oh, bit. You'd have, everyone would have a tiny The bit worst bit. part would be if just the plane happened to malfunction. Yeah. It crashed. Completely, anyway. like, I know a bird gets in the engine or whatever. That unrelated, happens. yeah. Completely unrelated. And then or everyone's like, well, birds. there you go. Night birds. Like an owl. Well. 
Night, night owl. Or a bat. An, an owl just flying 40,000 feet in the air. Yeah. You know? But I am interested to hear how Jane went. Uh, did she survive? Uh, she did survive. Oh, thank goodness. That, that flight. <laughs> she's just disappointed. <laughs> that is a, yeah. So no, I know I, I, I built that up as a uh, like that would have been a real fun quirk. It's like you got Kirk, you got Kirky, you got cocky, Jane. Yeah, that's right. You now shouldn't you're have ro- dead. rolled the dice. She may be dead. This is a while ago. The flight. I um, hope she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of Jane. I'm a big fan. I think she's great. She puts her money where her mouth is. Yes, and I imagine she gets paid a lot if she's the chief of the FAA. Exactly. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of mouth. So. <laughs> That flight also included a passenger whose life goal was to be flying as the clock ticked over into the new millennium. <laughs> World's worst life goal. Look, <laughs> what do you mean? Um, imagine, like, if someone said that, I think, like, Jane would start worrying that they were going to just kill everyone. Yeah. Clearly, mm. there's something wrong. My life goal. Imagine that. You'd be freaking out, looking at the clock. Five... Four. Sorry, we've changed time zones. One hour and five. <laughs> four. It just keep happening. Yeah. It'd be really hard to judge. Yeah, I know. Which computer? Like, did it all depend on which computer you're worried well, if about? It's just a small domestic flight. Yeah, it was a domestic flight. I think it was going to Dallas or something like that. Yeah, if it from... was like Melbourne to Sydney, you know. Um, fine. That's my life goal. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all in one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. If it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, not in a way that's like, oh my God, it's expanding like yeah, yeah. More physically. Like it's growing more customers, yes. more interest. Not like it's going to explode. Yeah, not like it's a building that's like blowing up and yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And I don't think they mean for marriage. You can sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical or digital products or you offer services like massage or oh. nails. Oh my gosh. Or uh, consulting. Should we, after this, get Manny Petty? <laughs> Babe, I've already booked us in. <laughs> um, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. You know, what about blogging tools, you yeah. might be asking? I like to blog. I love to blog. I like to blog. I like to vlog. Yes. Well, Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share stories, photos, videos, and updates. You can categorize, you can share, and schedule to make your content work for you. Scheduling is the best. Oh. Yeah. It looks like Jess has just uploaded something, What it? but it's like 3 a.m. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the exact time I wanted to do it in New York City, baby. Exactly. Capture that New York market. Yeah. You mentioned vlogging as well. If you're into vlogging, you can organize your video library, showcase your content on beautiful video pages, sell access to your videos with member areas. The possibilities are endless. Now head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. But due to the widespread fears of planes falling from the sky, um, this lady whose life goal it was, uh, was a 63-year-old named Janet Rhodes. It took her three attempts to book a flight at, at this time as two earlier bookings were cancelled due to lack of passengers. She had to book three times. Yeah, she really, really wanted it. She's like, I'll pay for all the seats. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. She mortgages her house. <laughs> she ended up, I think it was only, she was one of 36 on that flight, so it was, it was sort of still a pretty empty flight. People mm. just weren't keen. Uh, but uh, and until just now, I'm like, yeah, people were afraid. But now, like, well, maybe they're just doing stuff. It's also, yeah, it's New Year's. It's New Year's Eve. Yeah. You'd hope you'd have plans. If you don't, get some friends, you loser. Yeah, come on. What's her name? Jan. I, Janet. Janet and Jane. I what a combo. I kind of like the idea of, like, if um, if if something did happen when the clock went back and thought it was 1900, it was just like that. The technology just reverted. Somehow it became like a, you know, a Wright Brothers plane or yeah, something. Yeah, they had to all pedal. Just like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what like, yeah. It's open top. <laughs> and they're also in like old timey clothes. Yeah. <laughs> that, now that's a fun that's bug. That's just magic. I'm into that. Yeah. That sounds like a Doctor Who episode. You sound like a Doctor Who episode. Oh, hey Jess, like I agree that he needed to be dressed down verbally there in some way, but I think you took it a little too far in this instance. Sorry, Dave. Okay, Dave, do you accept? Well, I will accept it if you give me another fart bank. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Oh, that's sweet. 
That's a really sweet moment. What a gesture. What it's a, lovely a gesture. Gest- gesture. gesture. What a gesture. Oh. I love that. This show is becoming worse and worse at bad puns. Or I am, at or least. Or better and better at oh, bad better and better puns. At bad puns. Did you guys know that there was a telly movie called Y2K... Uh, made in uh, to be aired in 1999 by the NBC in America. That feels like fear mongering. It's alt. Well, do you think so? Because it's alternative. Tight. You say fear mongering, <laughs> but it's alternative. Tight. I think will um, alleviate some, alleviate some, some stress. stress. They called it Countdown to Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. They're doing oh, it. I'm relaxed. Right before it's about to happen. Like, if it, if it came out in 2004 or something, you'd be like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. Yeah, that's whatever. laughable. Yeah, then you can sort of be like, oh, weren't we a bit silly to be so worried? But happening, like, this is going to happen. But Guys, I mean, it, no coming. one cares about it afterwards, I guess. As soon yeah, as no, it, but... nothing happens, it's like, no, well, what the... And in but the now movie... they look like bigger dickheads because nothing happened. Yeah. In the movie, did it... Well, if they called it Countdown to Chaos, like I don't think they... it went well, Dave. It's like that mo- that film, that, what was it called, 2010? And it was about... Yeah, 2012. 2012. And then it's like, well, that's relevant for like about a Mayan four calendar. minutes. Yeah. Four, oh, that's right. It was the 2012 oh, yeah. Mayan calendar. And then it's released just at the end of 20, 2011. And now it's like, well, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, mm. that'll never be seen again. Well, yeah. that dated itself but, very but quickly. But was the plot of um, Countdown to Chaos? I'll let, well, let me tell you, I, I've written down a review from IMDb oh, from a, great. a user called Puffy Luck. Oh, one of my favourite uses. Yep, they gave it one star out of ten. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say out of one? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> one out of ten. Uh, and wrote this review. I mean, this is like, I think they were they were personally affected by the movie and that may be why they were so brutal about it. Ooh. I was working for Bank X when this movie came out. The corporate officers actually released a statement and we all had to attend a meeting letting us know what the movie was about, how it, how it portrayed banks... And how we had to assure customers that things that happened in the movie wouldn't happen in real life. I thought the meeting was a waste of time. Who was really going to come in and freak out about it? Well, apparently half of our customers. We had oh. people ordering money to bury in their backyards. Almost every customer warned Hang on, me. what? Is that like you ring up and you, well, you like you, you fill out a form and there's a box where yeah. you tick? What are you going to do with this money? Buried in my backyard. Yeah, tick. I know that's very specific, isn't it? I'm guessing she would. People were telling her, "I'm, I need this to bury in my." Yeah, backyard. can I have a t- uh, eight thousand dollars from my account? Oh, you've ha- only got eight thousand dollars. Yes, I know. I'm going to bury it in my backyard. How would how would you uh, how would you like that? Uh, just in a box. Just in a box, a waterproof, <laughs> small. No, I mean in like. 20s or... Ten. Yeah, okay, yeah, in a box. Yeah, All right, yeah. gotcha. Um, <laughs> Do you sell shovels? <laughs> At this bank. Yeah, that's right. If you withdraw $5,000, well, you get a free shovel this week. Ooh, oh. that's a good deal. <laughs> Almost every customer warned me to go straight home on New Year's Eve. A lot of people wanted to know if the ATMs were going to be working and when we, when we would start rationing out the money. Rationing out the money like scraps... Uh, then she went on to say, or he, I don't know, what's the name? Puffy Luck. I'm going to say he. Sounds like a dog. He went on to, he went on to say, (laughs) it was disgusting that people were this gullible and stupid. He was disgusted by the people. He was disgusted. Disgusted. This has nothing to do with the film. This movie was a waste of time for anyone with half a brain. And the cause of, and the cause of a paranoid breakdown for people dumb enough to believe it. Thanks, NBC, for making the last two weeks of 1999 a living hell for me and the other bank employees. <laughs> posted 2009. Yeah, what <laughs> a fucking lunatic. Was it years later that they posted this? Uh, no, it was, I think it was that. Uh, it was in 2000. What a fucking idiot. That is fantastic, and I want to see this movie so badly now. Yeah. Was it, is it, it's, it's a telly movie, so was it low budget, low no, budget, no yeah. famous people? And it's I didn't recognise any names. Freaked out all the banks. But there was another movie I saw, which was uh, also... I think it was either called Y2K and it might have been meant to have been a, a have a cinematic release and it it was like um it was like an army action movie like the nuclear warheads were going to go off and all that sort of stuff so and it had the only guy I recognized in it was Malcolm McDowell Oh yeah from uh Clockwork Orange Yes plays Alex He's quite old now very old Yeah I mean this was 20 years ago or whatever um, Time Magazine interview. So this is, an, this is another thing. 
I'm not still talking about that other thing. We've I'm moved, so excited. Have we moved on from the movies? If uh, you're interested, I'm going to organise a public screening of that film. Great. That would be really good. Listeners come along. Let's do it here. Yeah. It'd be really fun. On the back, yep. That'd be really good. I'm in. Um, Time Magazine. There was this great um, article in Time Magazine from uh, pretty much bang on start of 2000. It was some great stuff. So a lot of that I've used. Uh, Time Magazine interviewed a couple named Bruce and Diane Eckhart from Lisbon, Ohio. And who at the time were preparing for the Y2K disaster, and they were actually with them on New Year's Day, as they were sort of realizing that. Oh, what was their reaction? They were like, the one quote they were like, um, they're sort of saying, "Oh, it seems like everything's going okay, but we haven't heard anything out of Guam, which is a little bit disturbing." (laughs) 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 Oh, really searching for something. Yeah, Um, I haven't heard anything from Indonesia. I mean, I haven't, I haven't. I've never spoken to anyone yeah. from Indonesia no before, but I haven't checked. Yeah. But no. still, still, it's terrifying. funny seeing some of the, you know, because I think of two thousand. It doesn't feel like forever ago, but you see websites from two thousand, and they are like the most basic, yeah, geo cities looking things. Yeah, like you could make something on your phone in five minutes that looks better than that now. Yeah. Um, so I went through, I actually looked up some old websites and stuff about with tips of what to do. And oh, they were wow. like, you're a cool old school looking website. That's awesome. Um, but these guys, uh, Bruce and Diane, they, they really went all out. They stockpiled six months worth of food. They converted all their savings into gold, uh, coins. Oh, you idiots. They practiced. What, what, so in, what in dystopia are we supposed to respect gold? Yeah, I guess so. That's, I mean, people were thinking it was just going to go back. To the, you know, the Dark Ages sort of thing. Or not... When's the Dark Ages? Like, well beyond. Like, early man sort of thing. But when you... you with, with no, wait. Later than early man. Oh before God. the Dark Ages. Dave, what's the time I'm sort of talking about here? Where well, gold's like, valuable like, and... Well, gold's always been quite valuable. Yeah, okay. Three. I talking about that time. Always. Pirates is pirates. what I'm thinking. I'm talking about pirate, <laughs> the pirate years. The pirates. Right. <laughs> uh, they practice firearm skills. Oh, my God. They conducted surprise what? drills in the months leading up. Surprise what? drills. Wake up, wake up. There's only two of them. <laughs> yeah. Right, no, my, and a daughter. And, and a, a daughter. teenage daughter. Oh, the poor girl. Wake up, wake up. Get the gold coins. Get in the bin. Get in the bin. They've got a bin. That, <laughs> that, Safety bin. They had a... Get in the bin. I'm in bunker. Shit. Get, get, in, get in the, the bin. bin. <laughs> Christine, get in the bin. Get in the fucking bin. 38 seconds. We're dead. We're all dead. Well, well done, Christine. Well, done, well Christine. fucking done. Yeah. Mm. Dad, you've, went the, you've went the bed again. Hmm? They had a quote I from she was the, a teenager. Yeah, the she has, they've scared the shit out of her. <laughs> well, they scared the piss out. No, of she her. might. She might have been. Tw- she might have been a bit younger than a teenager. So I think you know. She could have shut herself. She could have shut herself. <laughs> well, we're all susceptible <laughs> at any time. Yeah. I'm not beyond it. But the, the only thing they quoted from her was when it was becoming clear that nothing was happening. She was just like, she was sounding like she was getting sick of it. She's like, well, you know what it. If it happens, it happens. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> to her mom and dad, and her dad apparently still going worried about the people from the town across coming and stealing their supplies. It's like strangers are, you know, they they've been looking at our supplies and stuff. Like super paranoid. Yeah, because you look like a lunatic. And the the um the the journalist said that uh, the daughter had just been all morning singing along to Cheryl Crow on her Walkman. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think of one. What's a Cheryl Crow song? I got a feeling I'm not the only Oh my god, you picked that up so fast Is that Cheryl Crow? Yeah Is it? That's Cheryl Big time You bet bet your gold coins on that? Sweet Bippy Oh my god Sweet Bippy So, but I mean, they also studied basic dentistry and field oh medicine. My God. <laughs> I was about to say, to this point, it's like, well, it's not that bad. You can convert the coins back. You can eat the food over the next year or so. That's fine. But you've what? Basic dentistry and medicine. The the um, these the, people are fucked. Diane did say that she she was committed to eating the heaps of cans of spam, whether or not there was a disaster. <laughs> The thing is, I actually really like spam. So. And she was already looking. She was already looking to the bright side because she she's like <laughs> on the bright side. I got six months of spam, <laughs> and she's got all that food. But she's got spam. She, <laughs> I goddamn love the Monty Python sketch. That's like my house. She, she was. She's already What's thinking for spam. <laughs> spam and gold. No, what are you gonna say? Sorry, she's committed. I oh, know she. Yeah, so she was. She's. 
Oh, I was really I was expecting gonna another. Gonna do it again. <laughs> you forced for spam, didn't you? No. Um, she. I can't. I have no idea. What was I talking about? Spam. How she was uh looking on the bright side. Oh yeah, that's right. She was already saying, "Well, I've now I've got all this money saved and all this spam, uh, and I've got all this food, so I don't need to spend on food spam. coming up for the next six months." So she was planning on buying a jacuzzi. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's that's looking at the bright side. Everyone's a winner, baby. That's the truth. But basic dentistry. I mean, you know, what you could fill the jacuzzi with. Bam! (laughs) And gold, spam, and gold. What a combo! Gold spam. I feel like in the future, food would be way more worthy, like worth, like valuable than gold. Yeah, Yeah. because you can eat it. Yeah. Oh. Um. So the solution. To the to the year two thousand problem, the money right. Bugs, the so Y2K my question is: bugs. at this point, we all laugh now, mm. but did it not affect anything because people did something to fix it, or did it just was never a problem ever? That is still debated. Oh, so like you know what I mean? Like everyone laughs, but maybe in the eighties and nineties, people were like, oh, we'll just update those computers and we'll be sweet. Or yeah. was it like, no, those old computers are cool. They're fine. The double O, not double nine. They don't give a shit. They're a computer. They're fine. In my head, it was like uh, at the at midnight. It was going to be like your vacuum cleaner would turn on and like murder you. Yeah. Like everybody just thought. Yes, I totally. All computers are going to just be like robots out to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Like like everything in your. They might be confused about the date, but does that make them homicidal? Yes. Well, that that was the concern. Debatable. (laughs) Debatable. We'll never know. Um. So. <laughs> the Y2K bug was both a software and hardware problem, obviously. Um, so software and hardware companies raced to fix the bug in the you know ninety eight ninety nine, um, and provided Y2K compliant programs to help. It was found that the simplest solution was seen to also be the best, which was um, simply expanding the date, the year to from two digits to four digits, and that was like a problem solved. <laughs> But it seems it, very simple. Very simple, but very hard to do. Um, so some of these computers, right, like in an ATM or something, that's attached in to the mainframe of the whole machine. So it's it's hard to just get in there, and you can't change that part. So it, it, I, I look. Does, does it seem clear to you no, that I, I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about? No, I understand. Great, like no, uh, the, I think what you're trying to say is the clock is actually physically inside it. So you have yeah. to. It's not just a code that you go. You actually so, have to change the clock. Yeah, so it's tricky. It's yeah. tricky to rock and, like, and rhyme to rock and rhyme It's tricky because you have to what, change what billions of clocks around yeah, the world. Yeah, that's right. So it's just a slow, tedious process. And and it was just time-consuming. Um, in the years leading up to the turn uh, to the turn of the millennium, I keep saying that, but it's not quite... 100% true. But anyway, I'll keep saying it until I correct myself later. In the years leading up to the turn of the millennium, tech teams worked to fix the issues. In America, there were worries that the public sector was lagging behind, um, as, as they tend to do, bloody public sectors, mm. am I right? Um, and a Y2K preparedness survey was commissioned in late 1998 by a New York computer industry consulting firm, and that showed that among the 13 economic sectors... Studied in the U.S., uh, government was the least ready for Y2K. The government was the least ready. Yeah. What do you reckon the highest, uh, the the sector rated highest for preparedness was? Definitely Horn mil- industry. De- <laughs> the horns? Uh, definitely military. The horns. Software industry. Software. Oh, they put that themselves me, first. Yeah, I thought oh, so because they, they were obsessed with. Where, where did horns mil- come on the list? In, in Britain, military was uh, ready <laughs> well ahead of time. Horns. They did the horn um, sector. Somehow was left out. Oh, but the military in the UK were fine. <laughs> they they got onto it really quickly, and they they put out. Um, they were saying that we're ready if the you know local police and stuff struggle. Uh, where the military's ready to come in and help out in case just of kill everything. Yeah, just kill everything that wa- walks. <laughs> <laughs> Vacuum cleaners, small children, we'll kill them all. Uh, the direct quote from the military. Yeah, from the military. This is from Britannica. Worldwide, an estimated $300 billion was spent to upgrade computers and application programs to be Y2K compliant. That's a lot of cash. As the, f- as the first day of January 2000 dawned, 
it became apparent that the computerized systems generally were still intact and reports of relief filled the news media. These were followed by accusations that the likely incidents of failure had been greatly exaggerated from the beginning and that those who had worked in Y2K compliance efforts insisted that the threat had been real. So So they're saying, oh, no, no, we we fixed it. It, it, Nothing happened because we fixed it. And other people are going, yeah, you made a lot of money fixing all these things, right? It's sort of a bit self-serving. Yeah, that does make sense. But then there's other people that are like, I studied dentistry for this. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like a right idiot. That's the real cost. That wasn't even taken into the 300 billion. I feel like they could sue. Um, So, yeah, so these... Is that picking up, Draco? Is that a dog? Maybe it is, yeah. Who are these dogs? Who are you? Low dogs. Absolute dogs. Yeah, we can get going. So they maintained that the the, the uh, people who were working um, on the solution, people who were working on the solution maintained that the continued viability of computerized systems was proof that the collective effort had succeeded. In- oh, so they were like, hey, nothing happened because we spent $300 billion. That's right. And in following years, some analysts... No, that's not right. Analysts. <laughs> Fuck. In following years, some analysts pointed out that programming updates that had been part of the Y2K compliance campaign had improved computer systems and that the benefits of these improvements would continue to be seen for time... We're going to do it in that weird voice. I have to say the words in order. Um, Where was I? Hang on. In the following years, some analysts pointed out that programming updates had been... Spam! That seemed fine. In following years, some analysts pointed out that programming updates that had been part of the Y2K compliance campaign had improved computer systems and that the benefits of these improvements would continue to be seen for some time to come. (laughs) Some unspecified time. So, for for the most part, everything pretty cool, but um, there were a bunch of minor problems. There was one problem, one issue that happened, which is kind of a bit fucked up sort of tossing up whether to talk about it or not, but the mi- some of the minor problems. Um, National Geographic report... Did I say Geographic? Yeah, you did. National- some of the minor problems. Uh, National Geographic reported that in the end there were very few problems. Um, a nuclear energy facility in Ishikawa, Japan, had some of its radiation equipment fail, but backup facilities ensured that there was no threat to the public. So oh, thank goodness. I was worried. That could have been really bad. Uh, the U.S. detected missile launches in Russia and attributed that to the Y2K bug, but the missile launches were planned ahead of time as part of Russia's conflict with the Republic of Chechnya, Chechnya, uh, and there was there was actually no computer malfunction. There was no, they were just genuinely bombing the shit out of Chechnya. Yeah, that was, that was real bombing. That was no mistake. So, no. like, there's bombs, like, that, so, um, America... That would be the perfect excuse. Yeah. yeah, it is a great excuse. Oh, no. Whoopsie. Whoops, we've bombed Chechnya again. Uh, yes, we did that the last three weekends, but uh, this was a Y2K, whatever you Americans call it. Thank you. This is Russia. Bye. <laughs> out. Russia, out. Uh, Japan's largest mobile phone operator reported on the 1st of January 2000 that some mobiles were deleting new messages received oh. rather than older messages as memory filled up. So it must have, I don't remember that being a thing, but it would like sounds like it would automatically delete the oldest messages. No, I would event. remember it having to say, it would say memory full, delete yeah. old messages. You yeah, have to go so through good. and think, oh, I don't need that anymore. Or oh, I want to keep that moment. You don't have to like sort of think I about d- your favourite messages. Yeah. I didn't have a I mobile would, phone I would in 2000. Keep messages. Maybe that's oh, how yeah, it used to be. Yeah. Maybe they were weird like that back I was, then. I wouldn't have got a phone until like 2003. Yeah, I was about the same. I think. I got 2002, I got a mobile. Ooh, early adopter. <laughs> oh yeah, I was, I was big into it. Is it because you had to, like how did you get to school in high school? I got a phone Calling for my cab. my birthday because I um my twelfth birthday because it was also an MP3 player before oh, they sick. pretty much existed. Wow, it had enough that memory would have been to, ha- early. to have like thirteen songs on it. It's Hello. like an early iPhone, early yeah. iP- 
That's pretty cool. Yeah. I got one in, yeah, 2003, because I wanted one because all my friends had them when I was in year seven, and my my parents wouldn't get me one because I lived a five-minute walk from school, uh, so I didn't really need one. Like, oh. if, if I'd got lost, or not lost, but like if I was stuck at school, or something, just you're not, just walk home. But then my brother bought me a phone because he's cool. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, my brother that's gave really me a phone. That's really cool. I remember being like, yeah, everyone's doing it. I'm you would have been like it. 20. Yeah, I was like 20 when I got my first phone, I reckon. God. You were 19. 20 when you got your first... Isn't that hilarious? That's so funny. Yeah, I was an, I reckon I was an adult. I was at uni. I and you didn't want didn't want it for a while? I was... Yeah, I was like... I, you thought it was a fad? St- stubborn sort of guy, <laughs> just like, well, I don't see the point. I don't see the bloody point, mate. But now... Now he can't keep you off that thing. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um... In the U.S. school system, one district reported that some water heaters had to be turned on manually. (laughs) What a crying shame. I thought it was going to be reported that some heaters had to be turned on and off again (laughs) before they fully heated up the room. Mm. So they had to be turned on manually, what, one time? Yeah, I guess. Oh, no, I think maybe until they they had to be fixed. So from then on, they had to be... Look, I'm, I'm, I'm reading the one sentence that I read about it. So That's that, a great that sentence. Is, that is, I that jo- would be I annoying. It as a sentence. If you it's had just to... like on a list of things that happened. It's like, well, you're really struggling to scrape together a list here, aren't you? Yeah. Well, well I had to turn on a heater. So, I mean, I had to do that every morning anyway. It's yeah, just but... a heater you turn on when you get to work. But but this time I was doing it in the new millennium. <laughs> This one's slight, I mean, slightly bigger, but not really. Uh, the U.S. Naval Observatory, which runs the master clock that keeps the country's official time in America, obviously, what? gave the date on its website as 1st of January 19100. <gasps> it did do it. Yeah. This date error uh, also occurred on a bunch of other websites around the world, including a French weather forecasting service. Classic French weather. Mm. What year? What what is that year? That's a that's a long time away. That's a hundred and nineteen one hundred. It's seventeen thousand years away. Seventeen thousand years away. It will be one day. Ni- the year nineteen thousand one hundred. Whether or not anyone's still on the planet, no, or we'll if the planet exists, we'll be well yeah. and truly gone by but then. But time will still continue to exist. Yeah. Well, isn't time made up though? Well, oh, yeah. man. Does no. time exist when we're not here? Too tired for this up? conversation. Well, time still passes, but like the fact that it is the year seventeen thousand. Well. It's time, the date is just when you've started but counting time. But time's kind of been invented by man, right? So if man's not here to count time, does time really exist? Oh, my God. I think time continues to pass, but you just don't have a an anchor for when it, you started counting. Oh. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, uh, we'll find out in the year 19,100. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about there. Uh, again, in America, the Y2K bugs seemed to turn uh, youth into senior citizens, which is a bit weird. Um, what? There were reports of sexual assault of, a, of sexual assault on an 83-year-old woman by an 80-year-old man, and two mythi- missing missing and two missing youths of ages 83 and 84 were among the flawed reports given by the faulty system. Which caused the oh. system to read year 2000 as the year 1900 and interpret the year of birth of the parties involved as their ages. Okay, they were born in 83. Born in 83 and 80, yeah. That makes sense. Well, it doesn't, but. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Like, why does this. I don't understand why the system goes. I'm confused. <laughs> well, let's, let's just make it up. Let's choose a thing. Um. Uh, this was this one out of the whole list I read of things that. Um, happened. This one is an actual. This is a fucking. This is fucked. Um, but I'll read it and we'll see. In Sheffield, in the UK, the Y2K bug resulted in incorrect Down syndrome. In Sheffield, in the UK, the Y2K bug resulted in incorrect Down syndrome tests results being given to 154 pregnant women. Oh wow! <gasps> incorrect in which way? Uh, in both ways. Oh, oh, that's awful. So it led to um, uh, two abortions being carried out. Incorrect. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So there was actually yeah. genuinely bad yeah. stuff that yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. all laughed, but wow. No, I know. When I, like, it was sort of like all these silly things. Yeah, most like, of that sounds so oh, trivial. Fucking Jeez. hell. I'd never heard about that. Neither have I. That feels like that's that should be this story of the whole thing. Yeah, that's probably I imagine the worst thing you're gonna say. 
Yeah, that's the worst thing I found by a long way. Oh, real bad. Oh man. Um. Anyway. Yeah, pull it back up from there. Fuck yeah! Where do you slot that in? It's hard to find a spot for that. You can't end on that. But no, anywhere else you've you got can. to recover from. Yeah, you're tune in next it. week. Um. So the, yeah, the question, as you were saying, uh, day before, was all the money and panic worth it? As oh, we've already talked about this. There were two camps. I'll read it and then I'll figure it out. Great. There are two camps. The first argues that there were not many problems because of all the work that was done. Um, and then others say that the problem was overstated and the lack of major catastrophes. 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 <laughs> and the lack of major catastrophes meant that it was a waste of time and money. Um, as an example, actually, no, wait, let me do this and I'll be able to use it. So, Dave, as we were talking about before, uh, was all that money worth it or not? Um, yeah, $300 billion. Somehow, wow. there's sort of the two camps. Um, some saying, yeah, all the money spent meant that the problem was yeah. fixed and that's why we got through it. And other people saying there were no problems and that's because there were no problems and it was a waste of money. Um, but this, and, and there's still arguments going either way about that ongoing in pubs around the world. It's not true. But um, <laughs> this. I I feel like this illustrates something, maybe. Um, countries such as the US and the UK spent billions of dollars. The US spent about half of that, $300 billion themselves, um, combating the Y2K problem, and they ended up having very few issues. Okay. Um, alternative, alternatively, countries such as Italy, Russia, and South Korea had done very little to prepare for Y2K, and they also had very few issues. Ah, mm. so they didn't spend the billions and they still got away with it. Yeah. Classic I think, Italians. I think yeah, they're maybe, like, oh, we'll be right. I think the Russians did spend quite a bit, but n- like a tiny fraction of what America spent. And I think South Korea and, and Italy maybe spent very little, if, if not hardly did anything at all. Couldn't be bothered. Well, I'd, maybe they're just like, you know, whatever. Let's just see what happens. Cool. So that's that's pretty much the end of the report there. I've got... I, I, don't think this is even really worth it. Here's a couple of things about that I found that weren't really about the bug in while I was reading that I I kind of like, but chuck them in. I'll chuck them in and we'll. Let's see. Um, I wouldn't call them fun facts, and they're not even about Y2K bug, but they're sort of about Y2K. Uh, the Jerry Springer show had a special <laughs> to celebrate uh, the uh, the Y2K. Celebrate to celebrate the pending doom, and it was called. Why two lovers? And it was an episode in which people were confronted by both of their lovers. Incredible. That is... And that is an incredibly fun fact. How dare you preface that with, <laughs> oh, it's, no, it's not a fun fact. They definitely booked the guests and then went, oh, fuck, we should do a Y2 yeah. case That's for sure. That's a pretty sweet Why Y2 lovers! <laughs> Great. There's like, oh... They should have gone Y2K and then found a guy who'd slept with 2,000 yeah. women. Oh, oh yeah. Or yeah. just two Ks. Two women named K. Yeah, nice. That would have been better because 2,000 women's a lot of women. Yeah. Not a few Gene Simmons. We just got like Y2J, Jerry Springer. Oh. Y2 Jerry Springer. Oh, and have a second Jerry Springer on. <laughs> you know what? This is 16 years too late. <laughs> All these wonderful this, ideas. This meeting. <laughs> Damn it. We should have been born. there. Should have been there. Um... A Silicon Valley hospital gave its first baby, uh, born in the in the new year, a share of Yahoo stock and five shares of Silicon Graphics. Holy shit! Oh wow, is that worth a lot of money now? I don't think so. One share of Yahoo. It's just a weird thing to do. Oh, good on you, hospital. It's worth a lot of money now. Would it be? Probably. Let's assume know. that is Yahoo even that good? Wealthy. It would have been better if it was Google or Apple. Then you'd be stoked. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, probably. I imagine early days, Yahoo, that's a long time ago. None what have they that, done now? They're still around. They what partnered they, with Channel 7 in Australia. What are they doing? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Fuck off, Yahoo. They won that uh, court case against Yahoo Sirius, where he was trying to sue them for use of his name. Are you serious? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't commit to that. He really did that. Yeah. No, he lost. Classic lost. Yahoo Sirius. Oh dear. Uh, finally, this one is not at all fun, but it, I found it very interesting and I, I did not realise it. Apparently, 2001 was actually the start of the new millennium. Oh. Not the year 2000. Um, and the reason uh, why the third millennium started in 2001 is because 
there was no year zero. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I imagined you would. So there was no year AD zero, uh, and there was no year zero BC. So it went from AD one. I went from BC one BC to AD one. Um, so the year zero was skipped. Therefore, January first, uh, year one is defined to be the start of the first century and the start of the first millennium. What are the years called when... Never mind. But I don't think even those years were around at that stage, were they? Dave, would you know that? Were they going, well, this is year one? I don't think... I think it was retroactively done. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, they didn't just change it. Yeah. Surely. Surely. Well, listen, we're ending on a real hard fact here. But it's just like when you say the 15th century is actually the 1400s. As a kid, that really. Because there's no... Yeah, you should have finished on the Jerry Springer one. I can do. (laughs) We can cut all this out. Should we? No, 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 I'm kidding. You're a fucking cunt. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Such language. All right, let's finish. I mean, that's... So, yeah, uh, that was my little report. Thank you so much to Marcus... For yeah, the suggestions, good job, Marcus. Feel free not... to uh, message in Marcus. I don't. I wonder if because I don't know if he wanted the topic because he knew a bit about it mm. and wanted to see what we talk about it, or if he knew nothing and just wanted to find out. Either way, I apologise. Um, no, I was. I found that really interesting. I didn't know much about it. It's something that I lived through, but I know Jess and I were nine at the time, so you don't really passively know. accepted. And, I was, yeah. Yeah, and it always seemed like a bit man. of a joke, and I don't know. Was it a joke or did they just mm. make it a joke by spending lots of money on Maybe it? Maybe our parents mm. were secretly really scared, but they stayed really strong for our benefit. Yeah. Yeah, I have no memory of any fear at all. And I was, you know, I was like a real person. Like you, were, I was, you were like I old. Was in, I was in a double digits. You were super old. Like, odd. You were nearly, oh, you're, so old. You were nearly Basically dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> you're practically dead. I would, have been, I would have been trying to almost grow beards, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Cool, yeah. man. Oh, fuck you. Get out of my house. Uh, that's the end of the pod. Uh, if you want to get in contact like Marcus did, did he email? Is that how he, he tweeted. Tweeted at do go on pod. Do goon pod. Uh, we uh, take note of all those tweets. We love them when they come in. Email do go on pod or one word at gmail.com. Facebook, you can message us there. Do go on. We're about town. Um, yeah. Do you just us... find us in the street? Find us in the street, but uh, get on iTunes and give us a. Five star review. Yeah, that'd be whether or not you mean it, it doesn't matter to me. Just do the five. We'll and write a little know. message. I fucking love the message. I love the message. That message that that guy wrote about like cereal and stuff. <laughs> so it great. Made, it made me lol out loud. Yeah, well, we won't read it out here, but it's yes, very funny. It's, it stands for laugh out loud. You fucking idiot. Yeah, well, that's what I did. But you lolled out loud? You yes. laughed out loud out loud? Yes. You dickhead. Well, if you want to laugh out loud as well, we won't read the review out, but that's a bonus review. You go in there and give five stars. While you're there, read some of the old reviews, and there's a, a particularly funny one. that there's a, They're all very goes nice. They're all quite good. For a long time. So we do enjoy that a lot. Thanks so much, Matt. We'll be back next week with you, Jess. Ooh. Rocking the mic. Right. What are you going to talk about? Tell us. Give us a scoop. What are oh you going to say? Oh, my God. Shut up. No. I'm not going to tell you. It's a surprise. Oh. That's the way I like it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, can I make a request? No. Okay. Yeah. You can make one to me. Um, Neapolitan ice cream. What, what's the deal with that? <laughs> what's the deal with strawberry, chocolate, and vanilla? All yeah. right. Where did that right. come about? I can talk for an hour about that. Together oh, at God. last. Bananas in donuts. No, some sort of culinary-based one. Matt's taking the headphones off. That means it's the end of the show. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next week. We'll talk to you next week. You know what I mean. Bye. 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 Laters.